to a very special edition of Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill, along with Fro. Happy Halloween! Yes! We are doing a Halloween episode in June. <laughs> I, I was thinking to myself, like, are we going to pretend it's Halloween today? Are we going sure, to... we can do sure, that. Sure, sure. I mean... it's, it's, it's really warm outside. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I I could not get my Donald Trump uh, costume on because it's hot here as well today. So <laughs> I, I have the wig though. Those uh, curious, I do have a wig. So uh, what are you going to say on the door? Trick or build a wall? <laughs> Trick or treat? Trick or treat? Before I depart you. Yeah. Congratulations with your new And you gotta have the squinty eyes too. <laughs> I I I do uh, think there will be a, a Donald Trump reference in the new season of South Park. Oh my God! How could there not? Be? <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> when is the new season, by the way? I don't think it's gonna start till like. Late September or early October. Yeah, it, it's in the autumn. Yeah. So, as you heard Fro say, we are going to be doing the Halloween episode today of South. Halloween. <laughs> and I sort of, I sort of made a judgment call on this. Right. Because, well, actually, this is the halfway point. This is the middle episode of season one. Yeah, I know. Um. So. I figured to sort of be cute in a podcast kind of way. I don't know if that's even possible. 
the next three episodes, including this one, I've decided we're going to call this the Holiday Trilogy. <laughs> that fits. That fits because, uh, not to spoil anything, but right. the next episode is uh, uh, about uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving so. And the last one is a Christmas one. Yeah. So, so I just figured, you know, I'm not going to make it. You know, big epic name. I'll just call it the Holiday Trilogy. So yeah. Um, but yeah, today we're going to talk about Halloween. Um, still a popular holiday around the world. Halloween is awesome. Um, I, I do have to ask you though, real quick, and because sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna say what mine is in a minute. Um, I'm only gonna put it as adult time frame for us. Uh huh. What was your favorite costume that you decided? Oh, that I decided? Uh, <laughs> I have never had Halloween when I was grown up, because in Norway there's only kids right. that goes from door to door. But I, I still remember uh, my mom allowing me to dye my hair blue. Ooh. And what was so cool with this blue color uh, when I was maybe 14, 13, 14, mm-hmm. that uh, it glow in the dark, and I was uh, a vampire, so I still remember that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to, like I said, I, and I only said adult, because I figured, you know, we might not remember a lot of our kid costumes. Right. Um, my favorite was actually recent. It was about two years ago. And I went to a party as Magnum P.I. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, for that, I was dedicated to this costume. I grew a full mustache. I let the hair go. I bought a Hawaiian shirt. And I bought a Detroit Tigers hat to go for the full costume. And I went full Magnum P.I. for Halloween. Um, I think my... Br- I, I know I have the picture somewhere. Yeah. So I will find the picture, and I'll get it up in the near future so everyone can see me as Magnum P.I. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I and, really want to see that. And I, and I think... <laughs> and, I, and I'll mention this real quick. Um, my preschool, one of my preschool teachers, who's a close family of the friend, or, or a, fa- a friend of the family, you know, because I'm messing with words already. Yep. Um, she's a huge Tom Selleck fan. Okay. I mean, huge Tom Selleck fan. I think when she sees this picture, she won't believe it. So yeah, that, that was okay. So you were a vampire. I was Magnum PI. Two complete opposites, but that's fine. Oh, didn't you know there was an episode of Magnum PI when he was a vampire? No, I didn't. No, there wasn't. I'm oh, lying. shut up! Now I gotta find him. <laughs> I'm lying. Oh, <laughs> that would have been the best episode. <laughs> Magnum PI vampire hunter. And I'd be like. That's the reason why he's got an Emmy, folks, right there. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, uh, are you a Buffy fan? No, but I do know about Buffy. Okay. 
uh, there's an episode of uh, Buffy uh, uh, that's musical based. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole uh, episode is like an episode of um, a musical. And I I watched that the other day. And I was thinking to myself, this episode, I think Bill would love. There's so much bad singing in it. Not saying that you're a bad singer. Oh no no no! I don't I don't mind if I suck or not. But <laughs> no, but no, I understand what you mean. I mean, I probably would watch it. You should watch that. That's I, uh, yeah. Like if you're a fan of Halloween, I I. I do recommend Buffy. I think uh, Buffy is a little overrated. But that's coming from a dude that has watched every episode of uh, a Miley, the Miley Cyrus show. I mm-hmm. I suddenly forgot. Actually, um... Oh, what, uh, what is that name of her show? Oh, oh uh, Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana, yeah. And I've seen that since I was 18. So, or over 18. And look at where she's gone now. <laughs> oh. No, but you know what, real quick, um, Sarah Michelle Geller made fun of herself on Robot Chicken once. Yeah. Cause you, you, so you probably know what I'm going with. Yes. Okay. I, I, I'm a huge Robot Chicken fan. So, in the skit, because this was season one, and I'll tell this yeah. for those who've never seen Robot Chicken. Why haven't you watched Robot Chicken? I know! It's such a good show! <laughs> it is still funny. It is! Yeah. Um, so, and he, so they do a skit where Chucky, the doll, the evil doll, is out in the woods. He's in a farm, and then here come the Cabbage Patch dolls, but they're possessed. So it's like Children of the Corn, and then Sarah Jessica... Or, or not Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Michelle Geller you know, is, like, fighting them, and she's like, and that's how season eight would begin. <laughs> and the other, other person's like, shit, now I know why you didn't want to continue. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a funny joke. Oh, it's perfect. I love that. Uh, so, back to what we are going to talk about, South Park. Yes. Yeah. We've gone ten minutes. If you include the opening track without talking about the <laughs> Maybe we should talk about what we all... Yeah, let's talk about what's happening. Yeah. So this is a Halloween episode. Ooh. And the episode is entitled Pink Eye. And it it is the first Halloween show. They do many Halloween episodes. Yeah. Now. Have you ever had Pink Eye, by the way? I have. Okay. Uh, la- recently as last year. Ugh. I hear, I hear it's not good. Uh, no, it's not. I don't. Re- I don't think we have. Uh, I think it's an American phenomenon because I don't know anybody that has had pink eye. Actually, it's very weird because you can catch it from other people. Right. But if you take like the eye drops that are given to you, then it could be contained within like two days. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, that is the the episode title today, Pink Eye, and it does play a role, but not a big role in the. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm not sure if this episode should be called Pink Eye, but. Well, let's not wait any longer. Yay! 
this episode originally aired October 29th, 1997, and as mentioned, it is episode number seven, so it is the halfway mark of season one of South Park. So, we start the episode in space, and there are a, cus- a couple of Russians, cosmonauts, um, and they're on the Mir station, and they're, you know, they're floating around, and one of them jokes with a, you know, with a scary cost, you know, scary mask on. Yeah. And then something happens to the spaceship where they're in serious trouble. I showed I showed this first part to my girlfriend, and uh, because she's uh, Russian, I asked her, "Is this Russian?" <laughs> oh. And and she's like, "No, not even close." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretend Russian. Right. So then we see all four of the boys. They're standing at the school bus, waiting to get picked up, and then the space station falls right on Kenny. Boom. I Kenny love is, that. Kenny is killed in the quickest time. Yeah. Ever. I I was I, I because I saw this this week uh, preparing for this podcast. I I I I I didn't remember this that he was killed this quickly and it amused it amused me. I think this is the quickest he ever gets killed. Oh yes. Yes. I I truly believe that. There there's a whole season spoiler alert when he's not there but yeah. Mm-hmm. So Kenny gets killed right away. He gets put in a body bag, and the bag is just thrown into the back. And they drive off uh, the the morticians. They, they're going to take him to the morgue. So the boys talk about you know how they're going to get ready for Halloween and get their costumes done. So then they go to the morgue, or the next scene is the morgue, and you know they got Kenny all needled up with fluids taking the blood out and all that stuff so the two um more uh two people there at the morgue you know they're talking about how death is so bad and he's like oh yeah it's especially bad when it's a child and he has a hot dog and he pours worcestershire sauce over the hot dog and he eats the hot dog (laughs) (laughs) while doing that so they leave but they accidentally leave the Worcestershire sauce near the fluid, the embalming fluid. So the liquid of the Worcestershire sauce falls into the embalming fluid, and it wakes Kenny up, and it brings him back from the dead. So Kenny comes back, and then he eats on the two guys in the morgue, and then he leaves. So then the next day we're joined or we see the three boys at the bus stop waiting to get on. Uh, Kyle is dressed up or Kyle has a Chewbacca mask on. Because, you know, Chewbacca. See, Chewbacca is popular in 1997. Mm-hmm. Stan is dressed as Raggedy Andy. And he says that Wendy is going to be dressed as Raggedy Ann. They're going to enter this candy contest or this costume contest as a pair. I have to stop you there because okay. I, I have a question. Okay. Uh, who is Raggedy Ann? Like, I, I have no clue. 
still. Um, Raggedy Ann is uh, is a doll. Um, she was also a cartoon character. Okay. She and Raggedy Ann, Raggedy Andy, they were um, a cartoon character. I'm, I'm looking at this now. They were cartoon characters first, and then they were made into dolls. But uh, is this is this famous in America? Is like do do everybody know who they are? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not as popular as it was maybe in '97, years, thirty years ago. Okay. But they are known, and Raggedy Andy actually, if I remember correctly, and I might be wrong, um, he ended up being sacrificed. Uh, to the AIDS quilt that was made, and he was put on in the AIDS quilt. Really? So you know, he basically you know sacrificed himself for the greater good of right. Um, and Raggedy Ann. Oh, actually, here's interesting. On March 27, 2002, Raggedy Ann was inducted into the National Toy Hall of Fame. Yeah, because like I never played with this, and I think this is an American thing where there's only like I I don't like when when they make this kind of references. Mm-hmm. And think that everybody's going to take it because not everybody is going to take that this. Right. But I, I guess maybe South Park wasn't like that popular outside of the United States. Yeah, maybe not at this time. No. But it, it irritates me sometimes. Right. But uh, I can yeah. understand that. Yeah. And, and I think it's also the same with The Simpsons and Family Guy. I think oh, yeah. any show is guilty of that. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, okay, like, I'll give a quick example. When I watched Family Guy, it was the episode where Peter and Stewie were to bond together. And uh, the the dog, Brian, did the peanut butter and jelly, you know, the peanut butter jelly time dance. Yeah. I'd never heard of that before in my life. I thought it was really, But I, at the time when I first saw it, I had never heard of it. Oh. So, I can understand where you're coming from <laughs> on that. Yeah, and it's kind of funny that uh, there's a lot of Chewbacca masks and things mm-hmm. like that in this episode, especially with uh, what's been uh, so popular on the internet. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I was thinking that too! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, the Chewbacca lady. Oh my gosh. Let's... Let's never talk about it again. All right, all I'm going to say to end that topic, I have not watched the video. I don't plan on watching it. What? I've never watched it. Even me. Even me, I've watched that. Okay, sorry. Let's That's okay. So, Carmen joins them, and he's dressed up as Hitler. Yeah. And, uh, obviously, Kyle's not happy about that, because he's Jewish. Mm-hmm. And... I wasn't happy about that, and I'm not Jewish. Yeah, and Cartman is like, well, my mom made this dress, and, you know, he, and he even says some of, you know, the Hitler sayings, you know, Zeke Heil, Zeke Heil. Um, so, you know, that makes Kyle upset. Well, then Kenny joins them, 
And Kenny is just a zombie. He's just there. And Carmen makes a couple jokes throughout the episode about how poor Kenny is. <laughs> a couple. One of them is his family is so poor that they had to put a second mortgage up on the cardboard box in their house. <laughs> I love that. Wow. It's, it's so... It's harsh. <laughs> it's terrible, but it's... Uh... And there's another one later that's even better. Yes. So we get to the school, and as Crow mentioned, all the other kids have a Chewbacca mask on. <sighs> Which gets Kyle upset. Because, you know, hey, I thought it was original. So he's upset because they're, like like I mentioned, they're doing a costume contest. And um, so he's like, you know what, I'll come up with a better costume. I will come up with a better costume. So here comes Wendy, and Wendy is in a Chewbacca mask, too. And Stan is upset because he thought they were going to go together as Raggedy Ann and Andy. And Wendy's like, oh, I didn't think that you would have gone through with it. So I just decided that I wasn't going to do it either. And <laughs> Stan is just like, you got to be kidding me. Didn't she say, I thought we were going to look stupid? Yeah. Yeah. She did. So then Mr. Garrison comes in and he is in a the, the famous Marilyn Monroe dress, the white dress from the seven year itch. I love that. That was good. Yeah. And what's good about that is they don't like no one mentions in the whole episode, Oh, Mr. Garrison, why are you wearing a white dress? Mm-hmm. It's just there. Mm. And Mr. Head has um, a Chewbacca mask of his own. <laughs> So, so they're doing class, and then Kenny eats one of the kids. Um, Kenny is just chewing on one of the kids. I think it's Clyde he's chewing on. And he loses an arm, too, in the class. And, you know, we start to get this ramifications of, you know, the people coming in as zombies. Uh, then we go real quick, and I... I don't think we might have missed it, but maybe not by too much, where the doctor checks out the two guys from the morgue and he says, well, your temperature is at 55 degrees. You have no pulse. Your heart is not beating. So you guys have pink eye. (laughs) So good. Yeah, it is. And then we see Mrs. Cartman um, getting her house set up for Halloween. She's singing. And the two guys in the morgue, they're starting to walk. Brains! 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 And they start eating, you know, citizens of the town. So we go back to school, and they're in the cafeteria. They're eating their lunch. And I don't know how Kenny got a lunch. I really don't. So Carmen's like, can I have your, you know, your pudding? No, I don't mind at all. You were the coolest kid in school, Carmen. Well, thank you. (laughs) So then, here comes Chef. Chef is dressed up as Evil Knievel. 
Now, did you get that reference? Yes. Okay, just want to make sure. <laughs> There's another reference I don't get later, but I will tell All you right. when we come there. So, Chef is dressed up as Evil Knievel, and he's like, Cartman, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just eating Kenny's pudding. He told me to. He told me I could have it. No, that costume. What are you doing to that costume? So then we get in her debut, Principal Victoria. And she comes over and she goes to Chef. He's like, oh, nice Elvis costume. This isn't Elvis. It's Evil <laughs> Knievel. Well, who the hell is Evil Knievel? And then she sees Cartman in the Hitler outfit. And she's like, oh, my goodness. What are you doing? And she and he's like, what? I'm eating his pudding. Kenny said I could have his pudding. And <laughs> Principal Victoria is like, oh, you can't be wearing that, young man. I'm going to take you to the principal. I'm going to take you to my office. And Carvin is screaming, you know, because he wants to eat the pudding. <laughs> so <laughs> then we get to this is one of my favorite scenes of this episode. Um, so Principal Victoria has Carmen in her office because she's going to show him this educational video. No! So, <laughs> so here's the video. Adolf Hitler was a very, very naughty man. <laughs> and, and, you know, the Hitler stuff. And then Cartman sees himself in the Hitler role. And, you know, he does his saying. Or his talk, but for, you know, to be nice to everyone, I'm not going to do my Hitler impersonation. And then at the end of the video, there's a Smokey the Bear lookalike. And the message is, remember kids, dressing up like Hitler in school isn't cool. And then the principal asks Cartman, do you have any questions? Yeah, can I watch that again? That was sweet. <laughs> and... And then Miss uh, Principal Victoria, she talks about how, you know, that's not acceptable. And then she sees a couple of uh, sheets, white sheets. So she goes in, she makes, you know, a couple of changes and, hey, Carmen looks like a ghost. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like someone from the Ku Klux Klan. Yes. So, so now he... So the principal thinks, okay, he's good. He's ready to go. So now we go to the gym for the costume contest. So Carmen has been changed into a member of the Ku Klux Klan. And here comes Kyle as the solar system. So it's like, huh, okay, you know what? I think Kyle could win this. So Chef comes over and he screams and he runs away from Cartman because he's dressed up as the clan. And before we get to the announcement of the winners, we are told that the judge for this year's costume contest is TV star Tina Yothers of Family Ties. And I I I never seen Family Ties. I don't know what Family Ties is. That's uh. That's the show. Well, that was a show with Michael J. Fox on it. That was the show that made him into a star. Ah, before before he became uh, the mayor of that fictitious right. town. Yeah, right. Spin City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the boys make this comment like, 
Oh, wow. I thought she was dead. Me too. Yep. They thought Tina Yothers was dead. So, Mr. Garrison announces the first runner-up is Kenny for his zombie. They think it's a zombie impression, but we know it's not. And the winner for the best costume is Wendy for her Chewbacca outfit. <laughs> I have to laugh here. Like, and, how how is it possible to see the difference? I know. And she wins two tons of candy. And then, um, then you know, Kyle's upset, and he's like, "Up yours, Tina Yothers." And. And it's just funny there. So then um, they go to the Bobbing for Apples contest, which now I've done it, but the first time I did it, um, we we didn't do it in water. We did it where somebody was holding like a big stick, and we like it was the apple was tied up, and we had to bob off from string but i have done that before the last time i did it i i remember this because uh before uh, okay we were bobbing for apples but we had the station after that where we were supposed to look for a key in in um wheat to make bread from mm. so your face gets completely white right and sticky. Hmm. Okay. So, Bebe does the uh, bobbing for apples. And then, oh, it's Clyde. He's a zombie now. And he's starting to eat Bebe's brains. And Mr. Garrison really doesn't have that much of a care in the world. Um, and then, Chef goes to the mayor's office and he catches the mayor and officer Barbrady in an awkward situation <laughs> let's just call it that come on tell tell the audience what are they doing they're they're having sex yeah basically with money with money mm-hmm um, so he tells them about the whole pink eye thing, and, you know, they're not really buying into it. So then it's nighttime, and Stan is still as Raggedy Andy, and Kermit is still in his clan outfit. And Kermit makes fun of Stan, saying, oh, look, it's Pippi Longstocking. You're such a cute little, cute little girl. And then Stan is like, well, at least my mom is not on the cover of Crack Whore magazine. Oh. Oh, my God. And that isn't the first time that that is said in the episode. Um, so then Kyle comes back. This time he's dressed up as a vampire. Okay, makes sense. And Stan makes sure that, you know, they got the three things they need to go for trick-or-treating. Flashlight. Check. Plastic pumpkin pail, check. <laughs> taser, check. And they ask, well, well, what's the taser for? Well, if one of the people gives them granola bars. <laughs> I, 
I never thought about using a taser for Halloween. <laughs> never thought of that. I, I, I might have to remember next time I go trick-or-treating. <laughs> Please don't. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so, or Kenny comes back, still as a zombie, and Carmen makes the best joke of the entire episode. And he's like, Ah, it's too bad you're poor, Kenny. If drinking out or if drinking was a sport, your dad would be a millionaire. And he's like, I said, if drinking was a sport, your dad would be a millionaire. I'm starting not to like him anymore. <laughs> so then Wendy comes back and she's ready to go trick or treating. And well, she doesn't have a costume on, but that's not the point. So, Stan is still upset about the whole costume thing from this morning. And they asked her, you know, what did you do with the two tons of candy that you got? And she's like, oh, I couldn't eat all of that. So I donated it to some poor kids in Nairobi. And Carmen's upset because it's two tons of candy that got donated to basically a bunch of people that will never get it or don't deserve it in his eyes. And it's kind of funny that it, it uh, uh, because that kind of goes with the next episode without destroying too much. But uh, it's kind of interesting that they like talk about starving children in yeah. this episode as well. It is. So um, then the boys just leave her, and Stan says, "I wish you would die, Wendy." And as we break away from commercials, something happens to Wendy. We'll find out what that is a little later. So Chef goes, Chef go, or he watches the TV, and they mention the the space station being dropped or falling out in the sky, in which the president said, "Screw you, commie bastards! You guys suck." And then uh, they mention about you know the whole pink eye thing, and there's a midget in a bikini reporting on this. Because that's what every newscast needs. And then, you know, Chef's trying to put two and two together. Like, huh, people getting sick, uh, getting pink guy, Tina Yothers being in town. Is this a coincidence? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> so then the boys start going trick-or-treating. So to go to the, uh, the first person, you know, grandmother-type lady... And she's got to give him candy. And then Kenny just jumps and bites her arm. And is like, oh, my God, he bit me. He bit me. And then they go to the next house, and it's this big, fat guy wearing a Let's Get Physical T-shirt on. <laughs> and that's I, – I got the reference. I, I got the reference. I don't know if you did or not. With the shirt. No. Okay. Um, back in the 80s, Olivia Newton-John had a song called Physical. Oh, yeah. Physical. Get, let's get physical. It, yeah. That's yeah. the song. And, and it's actually a catchy song. That's one of my guilty pleasure songs. I, I, have you ever seen the video? Yeah, yes. Oh, my God. It is so bad. It is great. Uh, well, it's pretty awful, yes. It, it is, but it's 
gets good in a bad way. <laughs> I, I'm not going that far. Yeah, but... we won't go that route. Okay. <laughs> so, so this guy tries to give him candy, and Kenny eats this guy. And the boys are just pissed, and they're like, that's it. We're done. We're going trick-or-treating without you. And Kenny is still gnawing on this guy. So then they go to the third house, and it's these guys dressed up as the clan. And Carmen's like, oh, cool. They're ghosts, too. So they give Cartman this one piece of candy, and that's it. They don't give him, they don't give the boys anything else. So then they go to the next house, which ends up being Chef's house, and he's got these chainsaws, and he's thinking that they're, um, you know, zombies. But he stops, and he pulls them in, and he tells them what's going on. So then they go to the morgue, and one of the boys has a magazine. Why, look, it's Cartman's mom on the cover of Crack Horror Magazine. <laughs> And, and he's like, and Chef's like, uh, I'll look at that a little bit later. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. So then the zombies come out, and, you know, they're breaking through the walls, and they're coming up from the ground and all that, and they're trying to get Chef's help. Well, here's Chef, and all of a sudden, he's a zombie now. <gasps> and. Uh... Eddie breaks in the musical number, and it's a parody of Michael Jackson's Thriller video. And it's one of the most, like, funny moments. Oh, that is, it is such a good scene. It really is. And, and, and even the ending, they, they, they just hit everything on that one. Oh, yeah. So, then they get the Worcester Shire bottle from earlier. Because Chef learned that that is how, you know, all of this started. So the boys are now outside at a graveyard. And, you know, they're going to call the, you know, to get help. And here come the zombies. So Kyle has to make the call while Carmen and Stan try to fend everyone off. And it, so Kyle gets on the phone. He's talking. Or he's trying to get through. And then we do see Chef looking at the cover of Crack Horror Magazine. <laughs> you know, and he's just sitting there. He's like, do, 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 You know, and he's just smiling. Mm -hmm. So then Kyle finally gets through to somebody on the line. And he basically tells what happened. And the lady on the other end, who is British, says that... The only way that you can end this is you have to kill the original zombie. And this is after Stan and Cartman have basically gone through everybody in their path at this point. Um, so then here comes Wendy, and <gasps> Wendy's a zombie too! No! And Stan is, you know, Stan's trying to apologize, saying, I didn't mean what I said about wishing you were dead. And Carmen's trying to convince him, you gotta kill her. You gotta kill her. So then after Kyle gets off the line, he says, original zombie. And then he remembers. 
Kenny was taken to the morgue. So he goes to Kenny. He has a chainsaw. And he cuts Kenny right down the middle like a piece of cake. And then he goes, oh, my God, I killed Kenny. You bastard. Mm -hmm. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good line. And then everybody who was a zombie has changed. Chef's back to normal. Wendy's back to normal. And everything is safe. And Wendy, you know, is like, Stan, we're alone. The moon is out. We could kiss. And Stan, you know, basically from the first episode, he just throws up on Wendy. And then we go to the boys at the cemetery where Kenny is buried. And, you know, they're all sad. And Carmen is crying, too. I mean, Carmen's crying is just very good. And then we get uh, something that we learned. And I'm going to read this from the website. Stan says, Halloween isn't about costumes or candy. It's about being good to one another and giving and loving. Then Kyle says, no, that's not Halloween. That's Christmas. And then what's Halloween about? Costumes and candy. And then they all decide that, okay, well, let's go eat our candy while we look at pictures of Cartman's mom. And and Carmen's like, my mom said that was when she was very young. And Stan's like, those pictures were taken a month ago. And Carmen's upset. And then... Kenny comes back from the dead. Yay! Kenny rises back and he's like, and then this statue falls on Kenny. (laughs) And then this airplane crashes into the statue that fell on Kenny. And Kenny's dead again. And that ends the episode of Pink Eye. Yay! Oh my! Oh, you know what? There was one other thing I forgot to mention, um, and I and I feel bad that I forgot this, but it should be mentioned. The beginning, like the opening of the episode, is Halloween themed. Yes. And I loved that. It was different. It was good. It was fantastic. I loved it. So if you watch this episode, you will definitely notice in a heartbeat the the Halloween theme of the opening of that episode. Yes. Alright, well, before uh, we get into other people's receptions, thoughts of this episode, why don't we get into ours? Fro, you start. Uh, this is a classic for me. Like, this is such a... Uh, <sighs> essential uh, episode of South Park. Mm -hmm. This is done with so much love and so much satire. There's a point of the episode I like when they try to to tell us something. I I, I, I just super enjoy this episode. I think this is my favorite episode of season one. Mm. And, Bill, do you know what? What? It's my first ten. 
Oh, wow. A 10. Yeah. Holy cow. I, I, I super enjoy this episode. I, 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 when I watched it this week, I was thinking to myself, why don't I watch this more? This is such a good episode. There's so, so much like small details that goes into this episode Mm -hmm. that makes it what it is. I think it's, (sighs) I think I read somewhere that, uh, uh, people describe it as one of the classic episodes of South Park. And I agree. I, I think this is is where we see kind of South Park humor comes into uh, um, uh, material that can be e- uneasy to talk about, like racism. Mm-hmm. There's so much uh, humor in this and satire without being vulgar. It's just at the point of going over the top. But it holds itself at that point during the whole season. Uh, No, the episode. Um, And I love that ending with... Like first, the, the, the statue falls on, on him, and then the helicopter falls on him. Mm-hmm. There, there. What's not like to not? What's not to like about this episode? This is, uh, this is so South Park for me. It is. Um, I will say that it is definitely the most violent episode up to this point. Oh, definitely. Although compared to future episodes down the line. Yeah, it's nothing. This is nothing. Yeah. This is nothing. Um, This, I I do agree. This is one of the best episodes of the first season. Um, I'm not going to say it's the best yet. Because there is one down the line that when you guys hear it, you're going to, you know, figure it out. But this is a very good episode. It makes so much fun of the, you know, like the horror genre to a degree. And, you know, just all of like the, the references, like the Michael Jackson video and, you know, the trick or treating. It's basically stuff that kids do. They're just having fun. That's how I look at it. They're just having fun with this. It's like, you know what? It's a Halloween episode. There's no real topic here. Let's just go out and have fun. Mm. I'm going to give this a nine. Mm? I mean, I I know you really like it, and that's fine. I really like this too, but it's not, for me, it's not in that ten level. It's close, but it's not quite there. Mm. So, what did IMDb give this episode? Uh, they, oops, I completely lost that uh, page. Uh, they gave it. Uh, oh, my uh, my mouse is uh, sick today, so it doesn't want to work. It, they gave it eight point five out of ten. All right, so pretty much a high score. Yeah. All right, I, I could live with that. 
now to the reception of the episode. And we got a lot more than last last week's episode. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Pink Eye has been described as one of the classic episodes of South Park, yeah. which we both agree. In Doug Pratt's DVD video guide, Pratt, a DVD reviewer and Rolling Stone contributor, calls Pink Eye his favorite episode of the first season of South Park. See, you're not alone on the boat. (laughs) We like it primarily because the subject, a horror satire, seems ideally suited for the show's irreverent attitude. Yeah. And I I completely agree with that. And I, I think also... My love of horror kind of helped to give this episode mm-hmm. such a high review. Yeah, I could totally understand that. Because, like, uh, people know I watch ev- everything that has horror on it. Like, I even watch a bunch of bad horror. Like, uh, before we began, began this episode, on a sa- Saturday when it's lovely weather outside, people are outside uh sunning bathing and things like that mm-hmm. i was w- watching milf versus vampires <laughs> so <laughs> just just to say i i watch a lot of horror uh, eric mink of the new york daily news complimented the episode which he felt illustrated many of the outrageous and shocking elements that had made south park so popular He said the episode was particularly notable for its graphic violence. Most sitcoms would not, or most sitcoms would have a problem doing an episode in which one regular character slices another regular character in half with a chainsaw. Not South Park. By the way, it's not MILF versus uh, vampires, it's MILF versus zombies. Ah, even better. Okay. I'm sending you uh, Dime DB. Uh, pitch, yeah, so you can see, uh, let yourself be uh, amused by it after we are done uh, with this episode. Alright, I'll look at it. <laughs> it, 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 got, uh, it, it gets a 4.4 uh, 4 out of 10 on IMDb with 62 reviews, so... Eh, it'd be worse. <laughs> Mike Higgins of The Independent said this episode helped cement Eric Cartman's position as one of the great obnoxious characters of the 90s, particularly through his Adolf Hitler Halloween costume. Wow. I didn't think that episode would cement his uh, position as a great character of the 90s. Mm. Matt Rausch of USA Today said of the episode, absurdly neolistic and savagely derisive Hard to say. Yes, it is. I'm I'm glad it's not me. Derisive. If I messed that up, I apologize. South Park's twisted take on a holiday special will delight anyone who favors sweet tarts over candy corn. (laughs) Kevin M. Williams of the Chicago Sun-Times described the episode as a Halloween-themed tour de force of crudeness. A wild romp with blood, brains, and gore. Vijay Ramanavarapu (laughs) of The Plane Dealer, try saying that name five times fast, said the episode was very offensive, 
particularly for its mockery of Kyle of his Judaism. Um, I didn't see much mockery. No, me neither. I, I, I have no clue what he's talking about. Yeah. The Baltimore Sun also described the episode as offensive and said of it, looking for sophisticated humor, finely honed satire, and superior animation in your cartoons? Then stay far away from Comedy Central tonight. RealSouthPark.com a 1999 website that examined real-life people and places that may have inspired South Park episodes, suggested the settings in Pink Eye may have been inspired by a supposedly haunted house in Fair Play, Colorado, a Park County town that serves as the basis for the South Park location within the show. In a review of this of the site, the Australian suggested the interpretation was unlikely since the hotel is rumored to be haunted by ghosts, not zombies. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So pretty much, with the exception of one or two publications, this gets a very positive review. Yes. And this episode, wow, it almost had two million households that was viewed that week yeah and uh i i read the the imdb page for this they were really uh worried about uh uh, getting uh cartman dressed as uh ku klux klan or or um, uh, hitler uh but uh, the costumes it it Initially worried Comedy Central executives, but negative feedbacks rece- uh, received was minimal. So yeah, it probably would have been very minimal. So yeah, I think I think this would be actually more shocking today than now. Uh, then we come we become more oversensitive to that kind of subject. I definitely agree with you in that defense. Yeah. I really do. Alright, so at this point, one of us will pick a character. And it's me. It is you today. And because he's in the episode killed really fast, we are talking about one of the big five today. Kenny! Yay! Kenny McCormick. And his gender is male. His age is nine. His hair color is blonde. His occupation is a student. He is fourth grader. His aliases are Mysterion, El Polo Loco, or Princess Kenny. Uh, he he has been grown up as a Roman Catholic, and he was tempered, tempered uh, to a blind blindologist. His father was Stuart McCormick, and his mother was M- M- Mrs. Cor- <laughs> McCormick because she doesn't have a name. Uh, uh, his brother is called Kevin McCormick, and sister is called. Karen McCormick and his grandfather is Grandpa McCormick 
and his dog is uh, Garland, and he's voiced by Matt Stone, and his uh, first appearance that we haven't actually talked about is the Spirit of Christmas, Jesus versus Frosty, but we did not review those two first, I, I wouldn't call them episodes, because there's... Right, they're more shorts. Yeah. We should maybe review them one one time. Just yeah, to, maybe we could sneak it in down. Yeah. Maybe we will do that. Maybe you will tell me a little about him. All right. Kenny is the poor and, per- and perverted kid in the group, often eating canned corn and frozen waffles for dinner. He also tends to die quite a bit, being killed in innumerable ways during the first five seasons. Although his speech is muffled under that orange hoodie, he is the most sexually knowledgeable of the boys and often professes his love for titties. His soul was briefly trapped in Carmen's body before it returned back to Earth. He also briefly dated a fifth grader, Tammy Warner, before he died of syphilis. Unlike most of his classmates, Kenny does possess a a special power. He can't die. But he uses his power for good keeping watch over South Park as the elusive superhero, Mysterion. Yes, and we have some memorable quotes. (laughs) (laughs) That is a memorable quote. Uh, I I think he says that, like, every episode. (laughs) We also have, yeah, they kick ass at spanking. Or, oh my god, they killed Cartman. You bastard. (laughs) <laughs> it's when you stick your finger in uh, and put your ass no, oh, okay, sorry it's when you s- stick your finger and put it up your ass it makes you feel really, really, really good I said shut up, Cartman you blood-belching vagina no, 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 no wait, I'm not a blanket Woohoo! I can't die. What the fuck are you talking about? All the time. I die all the time, and you assholes never remember. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Diditated Titus Incorporated. Oh, God. <laughs> fuck. I feel bad for the rosters. No matter where you go, no matter what you do, I will always be there. Yeah. No, I don't make any money. (laughs) Too bad. He has uh, had some ex-girlfriends. Kenny had uh, two girlfriends over the, uh, the years. The first one he met was Kelly in the rainforest tour. She saved his life by mouth to mouth. Next girlfriend was like uh, Bill talked about. Tammy Warner was a slut. Happily, Kenny took advantage of it and got a blowjob out of it. It's unknown about Kenny and Tammy's relationship, but uh, they are most likely broken up. Yeah. Uh, Kenny isn't too close with his family, but he does seem to have fun with his brother and cares a lot about his sister. He does have a good father-son relationship with his dad. 
he does not seem to have much of a relationship with his mother. He must have a good relationship with his grandfather, probably because he gave him a full body massage. <laughs> okay. There is so many future episodes with Kenny. Oh my god. I, I, I don't think we, we will go through them all. Uh, no, not... Uh, because the list is too, too, too big. But, yeah, he's in everything almost, so... But uh, maybe we should talk a little about Kenny's deaths. Yes. Yes, we should. Because he has died 97 times in the show. Wow. There are 86 episodes where Kenny dies. So he's died 97, but there's 87 episodes. Well... Well, remember in the, in this episode, yeah, he died twice. Yeah. Uh, Kenny's first death is uh, in Cartman gets an anal probe. The most recent Kenny death was in Titties and Dragons, and that was from season seventeen, episode nine. Mm-hmm. The first episode where Kenny didn't uh, die was Mister Hanky at the Christmas Poo. And that's season one, episode ten. So, well, we'll get into the like listing of episodes when we get to that point. Yeah. Kenny dies four times as Mysterion. Oh my God! You killed Kenny. Has been said sixty-two times. You bastards has been said sixty-one times. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the season with most Kenny death is season two with 19 total. Wow. Wow. And if you go to the Kenny deaths page, you will get a more in-depth look at all the ways he has died. Yeah, we will not go through that. But we have so bonus factoids for you. Uh, South Park uh, first Emmy win was for the Kenny-centered episode Best Friends Forever. In this episode, Kenny uh, persists uh, a vegetate diet paralleled with the uh, controversial uh, Terry Shivo? Um, Shivabu case? Yeah, I I think I do remember that. Yeah. Um, it was this woman who had been in a vegetative state. And they didn't want to give her water. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, you know, do they pull the plug? Do they not pull the plug? It, it was a big deal here. When Kenny participates in a group song or musical number, his voice is never heard for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. In the movie, South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut, while Stan, Kyle, and Cartman all got extensive musical numbers, mostly shared, Kenny only had a couple of solo lines in the opening number, Mountain Town. Despite this, Quintuplets 2000 has Kenny prove himself as an opera singer. (laughs) He also briefly sings as a girl while losing his fairy friends attack in the Stick of Truth. The irony here is that Fury Friends is not to an animated Disney movie, just 
uh, uh, entirely of BLNU. The movie. Yes. The jury is out on Kenny's middle name. Some fans speculate his middle name to be Christopher, while others favor James. There are rumors an old Comedy Central promo once gave his middle name initial as a J, but the promo has yet to surface. Mm-hmm. We have some behind-the-scenes facts as well. Mm-hmm. All through, there's been mo- uh, much spe- speculation about uh, what Kenny says in the opening credits. South Park confirmed that in season one, two, three, he says, I like girls with a big fat titties. I like girls with a clean shaven pussies. Yeah. <laughs> I never heard that. Never ever heard that. I've never that's, heard that. That's interesting. Kenny's unmuffled voice has been done by two different people over the years. In the movie, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, Kenny's voice was provided by Mike Judge, creator of Beavis and Butthead, King of the Hill, and Silicon Valley, among many. Starting in the Jeffersons, his voice was actually done by animation director and producer Eric Stowe. Kenny has allegedly based off one of Trey Parker's childhood friends when he was a child, also called Kenny. He said this Kenny was poor, wore an orange jacket, and mostly notably used to skip school, and they would would joke that he was dead. Oh, jeez. But in the opening, (laughs) uh, this is kind of interesting, you see Kenny's uh, gravestone, or tombstone, Mm-hmm. What does it say on that tombstone, Bill? It says, Sleep well, little child, the Lord holds thee now. Oh. But yet he's still alive. Yeah. You know what will be um, a big moment for the show? Is when Kenny is killed for the 100th time. Yeah. That's going to be a big moment. Oh, yeah. But didn't they stop killing him? He haven't been killed in so many episodes, has he? Right. Like, they don't kill him off, you know, every week like they used to in the beginning anymore. But every once in a while, they will do it. Right. I like that they they make it special, because it's definitely not special in the Mm -hmm. first seasons. Because I think, I, I would think, for Matt and Trey, after a certain point, it's like, okay, we've got to stop this for a while. Right. You know, we can't keep killing and we can't think. They, they probably ran out of ideas of how are we going to kill Kenny off this week. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, well. But uh, it's it's interesting that the last time was in season 17, and we are now, as we talk, a 19th season. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't died for almost two seasons. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, I think on that note, we should probably start calling it a day here. Um... Let's get 
to well actually we should mention by the time you guys are listening to this episode well yeah we have a big announcement yes we now have we we just decided fro and i we just decided and said you know what we're gonna create a facebook group so up now is sharks pond a south park podcast facebook group um it's real simple all you got to do is just type the title of the show and boom you're right there mm-hmm. um and you could join in on the fun if you guys have not subscribed to this shame on you first of all <laughs> then you can listen to all the episodes that we have done so far and we can have south park discussions on there Oh, yeah, and please come and, and share your theories about what's going to happen in season uh, 20. I can't believe we are in season 20. Soon. Season 20. Um, it's going to be a special uh, season. Oh, it has to be. It has to be. It has to be. <laughs> and uh, there, there's not that uh, long to the new South Park game right. either, so... The new and, video game is coming soon. Yeah. And, of course, if you want to follow me, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill, and you can check out my many podcasts besides this one, including The Scorecard, That Wrestling Show, and a couple of days ago, I posted up the newest episode of Untitled Movie Project. Uh, it's starting to become a cult classic, in my opinion, uh, the movie that I had fun with is the 1989 classic movie with Hulk Hogan and Zeus, No Holds Barred. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> it is one of the great movies of all. It is. It is really good. And uh, not to spoil your last uh, wrestling podcast, but talking about big announcements. Mm-hmm. Holy mother of something. Yeah. You have a big announcement there. Yes, I did. I so wish I was in America. Oh, man, it's going to be a fun time in September. I so wish I could go there and, and visit you on, on that that you said in that episode. So mm-hmm. people have to listen to that episode to find out yes. what we're talking about. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, if you want to uh, contact me, uh, just tell Bill, or um, my name is Frode Nygård, and if you don't ha- know how to spell that, too bad for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, have, I have my own podcast, <laughs> Another Digital Citizen, where we actually talked a little about South Park last episode. So. Hmm, I might have to check that out. Yeah, oh, you should have to check that out every week. Yeah, I know, I should. Well, next week we will continue our holiday trilogy as the next holiday we're going to tackle is Thanksgiving. And this, well, I'm not going to give you my thoughts today. You're going to have to wait till next week to hear what I think about the episode. But it is a fun episode. Uh, It is a Thanksgiving episode. So you guys have to wait and see till, or wait and listen. Yeah, and there's some special voice workers uh, too in that episode. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
So, for Fro, I'm Bill. I hope you guys enjoyed coming over the Shark's Pond, and we'll talk to you all next week. Bye, everybody! Bye.